Section86.com. We're changing the world of podcasting one show at a time. Kiwani Sports League Podcast, Season 15, Episode 1 and 123 in the series. I am your host, Nancy Drew Hughes, and I've never been champion, and I'm joined by two special people this week. We have the 2006-2011 KSL Champion, Mr. Amazing, and the 2015 and 2016 KSL Champion, Mr. Doug Hahn. So, what do we want to talk about this week, Aaron? Let's talk about uh, week one. Uh, so we have a, a few matchups uh, that I, of course, didn't fill in the dock for, but uh, let's uh, go through them real quick. We have Andy versus Tybo, Kevin versus Dave Pate. Brian versus Doug, Oberg versus Nanagay, Aaron versus Palmer, and Eric versus Travis. Doug, what is your game of the week? Uh, my game of the week is going to go to me versus Brian, uh, just because of the divisional aspect, and I think that these are going to be the top two teams at the end of the year. So this game is pivotal right now. Ooh, and Andy, what about you? I just hope I beat Ty again. That's all I care about. If I beat Ty, Andy, then it's a win. Andy, you uh, you ha- defeated him twice last year, which was a uh, first. So you think that 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 your guys' rivalry that makes it the game of the week? Is that what you're just, saying? Just as long as I go, uh, you know, I beat him. You know, at least this week, I think I'll be okay. You got to start okay. out on top. And I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to say that it is Kevin and Dave Pate. And my thought behind this is that uh, those two have had 16 matches against each other. They're going to make it 18 this year. Uh, Dave is currently 9-7 and seven against Kevin in the regular season. Uh, Dave got two straight wins this past year, so they were tied at 7-7. Seven and seven. Dave was able to uh, jump ahead. And so I think that this is a really big matchup for these two. Uh, you know, the, this is like the, the type of match you see week 13 but instead, we're actually going to get it week one, and we're going to find out who the uh, person who's going to lead that division is going to be. Now, uh, Andy, what is your toilet bowl game of the week? I'm thinking about this. If I had to put it really, right, it's not not too hard to think about. I don't think. Well, I think there's two 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 options here. Personally, see, this this is my dilemma because I I believe that the toilet bowl game of the week is well going to go to uh, Eric and uh, Travis. I, I think that uh, right off the bat, I think that Eric's basically he's going to be dominating uh, Travis. He'll be just dominating him completely. I mean, elbow deep dominating. Now, I, I will say uh, Travis did change his lineup. And so now he's only a 15 point underdog and not a 70 point underdog. So it, it's a lot closer. The match is is a lot closer now because of that. Uh, Doug, what is your toilet bowl game of the week? No, that is my toilet bowl game of the week, even though it was started off at 70 points and now it is a lot closer, but you are putting up the, the scraps, I guess, of everybody else's IDP players. Mm -hmm. And I do think that IDP is, is a 
big enough an advantage that it, it's going to hurt you. Uh, and I think Hoofter had a great draft. So um, when you let Yahoo auto draft for you, especially when it's defensive players, you, you really can't catch up until after the season starts and start realizing who the better defensive players are. I hear you. I, I you know, I'm going to go a different route then. Uh, and, and this was the other one I thought that you could say is the total bowl game of the week. And that is John Oberg versus David Nanagay. And not because I, I think that, you know, it, it, this is going to be a, a terrible matchup or anything like that. But Dave, <laughs> Dave has owned John ever since they've been playing. Dave is a staggering eight and one against John Oberg and John's only win came a couple years ago where John got this uh, very fluke win over him and actually knocked Dave out of the playoffs because of that. And that was the season that John went. I think it was two and 11, I want to say. So uh, kind of a fluke win. But uh, because of that, it's kind of like watching, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars play, you know, for the the, most of the time. Uh, They're a terrible team. They're going to lose. So what's the point in watching it? So that is my toilet bowl game of the week. Uh, Doug, who do you think is most oh, I, likely? I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith's uh, sex tape. Oh, yeah. No, no, that one, too. That one, too. Doug, who do you think is going to get passworded as Taco? Like, if you had to pick somebody who's going to get upset uh, based on the current rankings, who do you think is most likely to get upset? I want to see it be your toilet, toilet bowl. I want to see Oberg over Nanagay. I do. Just for those reasons uh, that you were saying that uh, Nanagay has always had those wins. I, I can see Nanagay having being 0-1 and, and then winning the rest of them for, for the rest of the season. And Andy, what about you? Who do you think is most likely to get passworded as tacoed? <laughs> uh, me. Obviously. Oh, Wait, yeah. your favorite? You know, he's a five-point favorite right now. Yeah. Yeah, so Ty will probably win. You actually are projected to get the most points in the league at this point in time. So uh, no, mine is, I agree with you, Doug. Um, and, and not that I think it's going to happen necessarily, but man, I really, you know, it's like when, when you have that underdog going in and you have the underachievers captain by John Oberg, I really want to see them get a, get a win here. So, uh, so that is a, that is a week one that we have there. And oh, Andy, it looks like we are joined by another lovable loser here. It's is that Ty Boardman we hear? What's up? So since you guys are facing each other in this uh, first week, is there any bets going for week one? Nah, I'm going to pass. Week one scares you too much. I got new. I got no balls. The uncertainty of what's going to happen. Yep, that's pretty much what it is. Oh, Yahoo gives you such a high, high uh, expectation. You know you can never live up to. Exactly. Now, Ty, I, I see you're just joining us right now. Uh, so we are going over uh, the week one matchups. Uh, just real quick, though, I want to ask you, we currently have you and Andy as one of the game of the weeks. Do you think that this is one of the most important games for week one? I haven't gotten to look over the other matchups for week one, so I can't really say. Uh, it looks like it's supposed to be a closer matchup. So, yeah, it'll probably be a good one. Yeah. Now, uh, Andy was able to get a, two wins over you last season. Uh, is this the time that you get your two wins back, or or is Andy going to continue his domination of you? I think this will definitely be the year I get my two wins back. Oh, really? You know, Andy is projected to do very, very well this year. Uh, so you think that this week one matchup – you're going to get the win, and you're going to take control of the division? I don't know. Nanagay was expected to do really well last year. 
I beat him twice. Well, he did go 12-1, and one, in all fairness. Well, well, until I the second time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, moving on to KSL News, Andy, uh, based on the draft, who do you think had the best draft? I did. I'm off. off and I, I realistically had the better draft. Brian got credit for it, but I did. Which I don't understand still. Because okay. it's not like I picked two quarterbacks in a defense. Okay, uh, you know, and, and speaking of picking two quarterbacks in a defense, Ty, who do you think had the best draft? I I just want to say that Yahoo gave me way too much credit for my draft. I would have given myself a D minus just because my IDP picks all sucked. Whose fault is that? My core is horrible. Whose fault is that? Oh, that's totally my fault. And Black you totally wasted your trade picks with me. Yes, why did yeah, you waste them? Didn't Yahoo put me at like the in the top three or something for the draft? No, they put you at the bottom. Uh, now I think that they have you like fourth or fifth overall, but that's also because having the early picks, uh, you did get the best defense. Uh, you know, based on what Yahoo is projecting, you have two very good quarterbacks, um, so they're projecting you to do well there. Thank you. I feel like I'm going to do what I do every year, which is draft horribly. And uh, as I go along throughout the season, make make relatively good choices in, in who I start and sit. Okay, okay. And Doug, uh, who do you think had the best draft? Best draft, I think, actually went to Hoof. I think he has a great team all around between defensive players and uh, uh, offensive players. Uh, he's got some good depth on the bench, and uh, he always does. Uh, have, he always does has a, have a good team. He just somehow doesn't manage to get all the way to the the championship. Yeah, and I uh, I'm actually going to do a, a little bit of agreement here. If I'm doing like a one A and a one B, I would have it be Hoof and Andy. I think Andy has uh, the best starter team. I uh, you know if I was picking a team, I would I would probably pick Hoofters though because of the depth. I, I agree with you, Doug. I think Hoofter has the most depth. So if he has a guy go down, it's next man up. He's ready to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Andy, on the other hand, though, does have a very good uh, starting line. And that, that's the big thing. He has, uh, you know, the number one quarterback in fantasy last year who, who also will do well. I actually have very high hopes for Ezekiel Jackson and Melvin Gordon. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he has LeGarrette Blunt, who can then be that uh, the third running back if he needs it to be there. The downside, though, is that, you know, he has no depth, really. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, he's got Benny Cunningham. Brandon LaFell, whoever the hell that is, and Victor Cruz. I don't even know if that is he still playing. I didn't. I didn't know he was. He, he came back, but he's already on the injured uh, reserve list. I oh, think. oh, okay, okay. He's an active injured reserve player. Did he shoot himself in the leg? No. Oh, that's it. That, that was a Jets player, wasn't it? Oh, was it a Jets? Jets Giants? No. I don't know. Jets Giants. Who gives a shit? People, they kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, no, but I think Andy does have the, the best um, team currently, but Hooft ha- had definitely has the best uh, depth. Um, Doug, who do you think would be the breakout owner this year? Like, who is going to, uh, you know, we have that one person who just, for whatever reason, you know, goes 10 and 3 every year. Uh, who do you think has that possibility of doing it? I think Hoof does. And all for the same reasons. He has the depth, he has the team, he has. Uh... You know, I, I traded away my picks this year. I'm a 
I'm doomed to failure, I guess. Uh, I, I think I did a great job in the draft, <laughs> despite the fact that I didn't have those picks. And I feel bad for all those people that Yahoo graded below me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have a sixth rounder, so that makes sense. Uh, I didn't have a sixth, eighth, tenth, or twelfth. Jeez, man, that must have been tough. It was. Uh, Ty, for you, who do you think is the owner that could potentially go like nine and four this year? That normally doesn't. That normally doesn't. Uh, I, I'm going to say probably Boober, just because uh, you can't count the guy out. Uh, he did have a great draft. And, uh, you know, maybe this is his, his year. All right. And Andy, how about you? Uh, I have six linebackers. I'm open for trades. Wow. You, you can drop one and no one will pick him up if you want. I'm not going to drop Dansby or Mosley. You can drop uh, Ryan. That's all right. I'll wait until you do. <laughs> I'm just looking. Please for, drop them before I, week one. I'm actually looking for a, uh, a defensive back that gets, you know, points. I got one for you. All right. We can always talk trade. All right. Let's do that. Andy, uh, who is your breakout owner? This year, no one. No one's going to be a breakout owner, and no one's going to tear it up because, you know, there's... Everybody's going to beat up everybody? I think everyone's going to beat the crap out of... uh, Everyone's going to be 6-7 and this year. I mean, I'll be 10-3, and but, I mean, that's beside the point. Andy, terrible answer. All right, Aaron, what is your question? My question is, who do you think is going to be the breakout owner this year? Well, Aaron, thank you for asking me. I think it's going to be Andy. This I can year. tell you I who think, it's not going to be. I think Andy is going to be nine and four. That, that, I, uh, that I can is, tell you I right believe, now. If, if I hold on. To, wait, wait, because we're going to get to that. That's the next part. All right. Hold on. Hold your fucking horses. I believe that Andy and Hoofter are going to probably face off in the end. That'd be my guess. Andy, because you want to jump the gun so much, who is going to fall from grace this year? No one. Just Travis. God damn it. Doug, you can't <laughs> fall from grace. Travis can't fall from grace because this is his first year in again. <laughs> oh, so he really can't fall from wait, grace. Wait. All right, he so would, fall from he, grace in all seriousness. I think Aaron's going to fall from grace. And I think the person who uh, has been stinking it up the last few years is going to tear it up. I think Ty Palmer has potential to do so. There you go. All right. And the same person, I mean, I, I can't say that Oberg is going to fall from grace because you have to have to <laughs> fall from somewhere. Um. Technically, I guess I would be a fall from grace candidate because of how weak my team is, and I am your returning champion. However, I do think that I'll be mediocre, so I'm going to go with my fall from grace is Nanagay. Well, I mean, he really has nowhere to go but down, I would say, in in that regard. Uh, Ty, who do you think is going to fall from grace? Uh, I I think this is uh, probably going to be Doug just because he's been up there the last few years in the playoffs. Every other. Well, he, you've been a contender uh, for the top the last couple of years. And I think uh, this year he's just not going to fare as well. You know, I'm actually going to agree with my brother here. I think that uh, this might be the year I fall. I, you know, looking back on the draft, uh, because we did it so early, of course, there, there was a couple of people I picked that, uh, you know, are, uh, you know, on the injured reserve already, which is very unfortunate when you spend a high draft pick on them. Uh, you know, so I kind of I have a feeling that maybe I might kind of 
you know, I, I might miss the playoffs. Like I might be the, the, you know, number nine seed basically. So I'm going to save me, um, survival in pickums. So survival the past couple years, we've ended incredibly early. So let's try not to pick the exact same players. So Doug, who is your survival lock of the week? Am I a five-time returning champion in this? You might be. I'd have to check the uh, the stats, but uh, you you might be a five-time champion if you include the ones where everybody, <laughs> everybody won. <died. laughs> right. Everybody right. won. Uh, I think I went with... Ooh, that is actually not tough. I can't remember. Um, I went with Seattle this week. So did I. <laughs> Seattle over Miami. Oh, how about you, Ty? Did you uh, do a survival? No, but I'm writing Seattle down. <laughs> i'm gonna be uh joining after this podcast if it's not too late it's not too late sir you can join whenever you want uh doug just so you know uh you are yes a five-time champion you did win it on your own twice and then uh, and then the other three times you share one with andy one with kevin and dave and one you with know what though I, I still count that one with andy as a complete win because I was the last person surviving in that. You you were. You were for sure. You were. Uh, so my pick, uh, I actually picked Green Bay for this one. I guess it's the second most popular pick. But you know what? I figure if anything else, uh, let, let's go with that one. Uh, so I guess with that said, you know, the, the one I'm staying away from is the one that you guys picked. You picked Seattle. I'm definitely staying away from Miami. I, I don't want any part of that. And I don't want any part of Carolina versus Denver. Uh, you know, that's one that is is going to be way too tough to uh, to choose. So um, definitely staying away from that. Any uh, any news you guys want to talk about with uh, the NFL or how the draft went? Uh, what you guys are expecting for the 2016 season? Did anybody pick up Romo? Draft him? I believe he was drafted um, because he wasn't down yet, was he? No, he wasn't. We picked way too early. Yeah, I believe that he was drafted, um, and he's probably on the IR. Or I guess he can be put on the IR slot because they didn't put him on IR. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, beats by Ray. So uh, Travis picked him up. Right. Thank God he's in my division. <laughs> Did he also pick up Roman Reigns? Because <laughs> <laughs> they, get, they get booed about the same. So. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just... Does I, everybody have their league pickums in? I have mine, yes. I just did mine. I have mine in. Um, I, I saw that John that uh, Palmer picked himself. Uh, so did Johnny. <laughs> At least I'm assuming Johnny picked himself. Is that where Johnny picks one game all year and <laughs> has 100% <laughs> correct pick rate? Yep. Actually, no. I picked Johnny. I'm the one person who picked Johnny. <sighs> he didn't even pick I, himself. One or two that picked me. So. I don't think he's picked. Yeah, he probably hasn't picked. So, um, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Ty. Yeah. How you doing? Too good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. How do you think you're going to do this year? I've got two really good running backs. Assuming uh, there's any production out of uh, the one on the Falcons, <laughs> Devontae Freeman. Yeah. But other than that, my my team looks kind of shaky. Uh, I have a good quarterback situation most of the season, but that's that's about it. I did send you a really good trade offer, Ty, but you still haven't either responded or or accepted it. 
I might not have seen it. I'll look for it tonight. I've, I've been rather busy, but uh, I'll be doing a lot tonight looking at the league. I, I don't think I'm going to do that great this year. There, there's uh, not a clear person, as, as everyone's kind of mentioned, that's going to take it all, but I'm certainly not in the top half. Have you seen, have you guys looked at the projections, the current projections right now? Uh, what do they say? Right now we are looking at, I actually make the playoffs as the number eight seed, Ooh. but we are really looking at uh, some, everybody, oh, yeah. Yahoo's, where is it? Oh yeah. Um, in the peanut butter jelly time, only one person has a winning record at nine and four. Uh, Andy is going to go 12 and one with who's ZZZ. That's uh Palmer. He's 10 and Palmer. Three. Palmer's 10 and three. You got Hoofter going 11 and two and Brian going 10 and three. And I make it with a four, eight and one. Oh record. my gosh. Did you see that there's a tie? Yeah, between me and Hoberg. Oh my oh, god, man! <laughs> that 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 can't happen, guys. I can't. That, dude, that can't happen. I'm already calling that that is, that is the game of the week whenever we face, just because of a projected tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane that it it's project. I mean, that means that to the 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 tenth and hundredth of a point, it's going to be a tie. Is what it's saying. That's insane. Right. Um. Yeah. That, no. That's it's interesting. It's very top heavy and very bottom heavy. There. The right. um. Really, the, the two like. You know, mediocre ones are myself and Ty both going six and seven, um, which is kind of crazy to to think about. But yeah, no, it's it's top and bottom heavy. So I don't know. I, I don't think I, I would don't think I agree with that. I don't think that Kevin's going to do that well. Um, and I don't think that uh, Nanagay or Pate will do that. It's poorly. week four that that would happen where they would tie. Well, I'm already week calling it game four. of the week. I think that's going to be a great game. I'm I calling it game of the year. Uh, wait, wait. I looked at. Peyton and I were just talking the other day about how uh, the, there seems to be such a difference between the strong uh, divisions and, and the weaker one, and uh, what that's going to mean next year for the, if we shake it up a little bit. And do you guys already have an idea of, of placement for next season? It's so what random. we've done, what we do uh, every two years uh, is that we draw names out of a hat. So um, we have. Uh, 12 names, and then we have 12 numbers. And so we draw a name out of the hat, and it might you know, be Ty Boardman. And then which division is he going to go into? One, two, or three? And then we pull out the one, two, or three. And then we. So stay completely random. Completely random. And this past one that we had done, um, it turned out that um, really there, there wasn't a whole lot of movement. The division that you, I, Andy, and, and Palmer in was very random. Uh, you know, that was made up of, of all three of the other ones. Whereas the um, uh, division where it's Kevin, uh, Nanagay, Pate, and Oberg, uh, really, Pate went into there and I went out of there is basically what happened. Um, so that one didn't shake up too much. So, you know, Nanagay and Oberg have faced each other now. for the, It'll be for four straight years. They faced each other twice. So, but we do it completely random. You know, it could be you and Andy were in the same division. I think this is your... Um, uh, fourth year now in the same division and you guys could be in the same division again. So, but we, we, we like to shake it up, you know, it, it creates new rivalries and it, it has a lot of fun with it. So we do that at the end of the year though. Okay. This doesn't make sense. So it's week four is when Doug and uh, Johnny play each other, but that's the mm-hmm. week where it actually says Johnny's going to win. It does, that. but it also has uh green Bay. I have green Bay on the buy. 
So they're projecting that I'm going to put in my top roster. Gotcha. Which will probably does anyone have a, Does anyone have a bye week that looks so bad that they might as well just call it a a loss already? Yeah, week one for I me. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, week eight or nine. I think for me is is looking pretty bad. Well, yeah, uh, bye weeks start uh, in week four, uh, which I think is incredibly early. Uh, I, I'm looking at week five, uh, Doug and I face each other. Right now, the projections are 155 to 146, or 147, I mean. Uh, so that's going to be a pretty low-scoring affair. So, yeah, no, there, there's a couple of them where, I, obviously, you know, we'll fill in the gaps, but, uh, you know, there, there are some that we see that are in the 150s, which, of course, for our league is uh, quite low. Unless you're over it. And then it's part for the course. <laughs> right. Yes. You know, you got to get that TV Walmart TV special. One forty nine ninety nine. Oh, uh, week week nine for Travis. Current projection one seventeen. <laughs> week ten for Doug one twenty seven. So that's yeah. uh, yeah. No, uh, actually, week ten looks really bad for most people. Oi. So yeah, no, uh, yeah, there, there's a few in there. Um, so, gosh, my anyway. w- my week four matchup is gonna be awesome. I mean, I, I don't play anyone important. Oh yeah, uh, so uh, you you face me, and it's for the A cup, and I'm gonna beat you again. By the way, where's my A cup at? Uh, Canada. Yeah, Andy, why haven't you sent the A cup to me after I <laughs> twice last year? I still have to buy it. Oh okay, the A cup that I bought for you. The one that I sent back that apparently was lost in the mail. Oh, that okay. some jackass probably yeah, opened. Lost it was so in the excited. Mail. I, seriously, I bet Nanagate took it. I seriously sent it. I had That's all the information. It. They gave us a refund. I just haven't done and bought it yet. Uh, week 11, Andy versus Tybo. Tybo apparently has most of his people on by. He's projected 131. So, Andy, you'll, get, you'll at least get one win back. Oh, I don't care about that week. I care about the first week. Got to start up on top. Can't be a can't be a bottom. Yeah, I'll uh, recant my prediction then for getting two two wins back from Andy to <laughs> this year. <laughs> you only get the one then. Uh, it looks like all those guys are on buys. Damn, he's at the start. Yeah, I haven't gotten a look at week eleven yet. You could probably dr- drop uh, Big Ben by then. Oh yeah, probably. He'll be injured. Don't worry. <laughs> He'll be injured by then. Wow, the uh, the bye weeks go pretty late because week thirteen there are buys. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What moron did the schedule? Jeez. They're trying to spread it out as so they don't have as many teams on the bye each week. I, think. I, I mean, they got to take in consideration fantasy owners. I mean, I know. I don't know why. If you well, had, see, that's if you why I don't like week. the uh, trade deadline being so early because if you still have buys. You're trying to, you know, maybe use some trades to to fill in your gaps. Now you should do that earlier then. Hey, speaking about filling up gaps, you're not going to believe who I saw maybe the other day. Maybe draft later. <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, that's why I think we need to just set a date. Like everybody, you will draft after, you know, on two weeks before the, the season starts. Every Saturday at five o'clock. This is when we draft. Everybody has a years to plan around the draft. The only problem we run into with that, though, is that the week that I would want to do it is Aaron's anniversary. Well, that's fine, because you know what? I drafted. I drafted for another league. 
Seriously? That's fine. Yeah, no. My oh, wife is oh. my wife is great. Uh, you know, we we had a plan and we we went ahead and did it, and then I drafted. Okay. You know, I mean, the draft only takes hour and a half. Or you know, the other thing too that we can do is uh, the day of the draft. Like, let's say you know Palmer's number one overall pick. You could message him and and say, hey. If you want to, you can pick somebody now. We'll go ahead and put them in there for you. And that way the draft will go faster. I actually did that you know? one year. And I think the draft did go really fast because it was in uh, like 04 or 05. What, a rotating that. draft where you just email in what you, who you no, want? No, what I did was I tried to get everyone like the top five picks they wanted. And pretty much everyone picked differently except uh, I think Charlie and one other person where I didn't negotiate who they picked. And I'll just point out, Charlie picked up Rex Grossman in like the second round. I just want to point that out. All right. And uh, that's why he finished last that year. So uh, anyway, we're going to end this uh, abomination. Sure. Uh, I do have one question. What's that? How do tiebreakers work? Well, go back. (laughs) Let's let's ask my son who cried for 45 minutes. He he knows how tiebreakers work. You sit there and you put up with it till he falls asleep. Uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. How do week one tiebreakers work? I'm not. I'm unsure. Well, actually, I can tell you what to do. You type. I should it, automatically actually, win because of. Um, I I can actually explain this really. So you you type in you start to type eight six pro dot com into someone else's phone, and the first thing that pops up is xvideos.com. Yeah, that's a great site. You can't. Beat I love that. your videos on there, Andy. Thanks. It's just me by myself. I know. I like <laughs> it. You, your, your solo work is your best work, I think. My solo work has always been my best work. I mean, that's why if you ever checked out the other podcast that I do that I don't tell anyone about called 86 Productions and Section 86. You know, you tell people about that all the time, though. So I'm I really do. confused. Yeah. I want to thank yeah. 86 Productions and Section 86.com uh, for hosting editing the podcast. And I want to yeah, thank... They, they, they don't... You know what? I want to thank Dave Pate for drafting... Uh, uh, Jamal Charles guaranteeing that I will have the number one back in Kansas city for most of the year. What? Spencer Ware, his backup. Yeah. The week one starter because it was Dave Pate that, uh, uh, drafted Jamal Charles. I know that Jamal Charles will go down and Dave will bitch because I have his backup. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) You know what would be funny right. is if the backup gets hurt. Yeah, and, and, and now Travis has that backup. And now Travis has that one. <laughs> I, I thought about picking that one up, too, just to have both of them. Handcuff the handcuff? Hand, handcuff the handcuff, right. All right. Oh, by the way, who picked up Matt Forte so early? Was it Johnny? I don't know. Someone picked him up early, and I was like, that's kind of early right now. Yeah, we'll Andy, see. are you going to pick up Chris Hogan? I'm not going to pick him up because of his last name. What about the Hulk? I mean, he can't be in the NFL right now. Let's just leave it at that. I, mean, I think we all know why. Oh, actually, uh, Forte is owned by David Pate. Oh, Dave picked him up? Damn. Yeah. Oh, I got to get his backup, too. Jacuzzi? Jacuzzi? I'm actually surprised. I was able to pick up Todd Gurley and Devontae Freeman as late as I did. I thought Gurley was starting. Kind of see because he's a question mark, but uh, Todd Gurley didn't go until I, I think what was I like the tenth pick. Yeah. Well, you know he the the stretch last year he didn't do too well. The last uh, eight games, I believe his yards per carry were under three yards. I want to say. 
Um, and I understand that yeah, the that's wider because they had no passing up this year, but they still have no wow. passing though. Right. I, I, I like Ty Gurley. Like, you know, if, you know, depending on where in the, the round that you're drafting a player, it's not bad. Like I personally don't like Des Bryant, but if he fell to me at the right spot, I would take him, you know? Right. Uh, you know, same thing with Todd. And I, I think Who that's why uh, Yahoo. Le'Veon Bell. Go ahead. I believe that was Travis. Can we talk about something more important? Why did Robbie Gold get cut? Because he cost us $3 million this year. $3 million? $3 million for this year. So they saved $3 million by cutting him. And then they could put uh, the uh, lineman from Green Bay. So he's only he's got a three year deal for seven million dollars. So they need the cap space to sign him. So they cut Robbie Gold, and then they picked up Connor Barth for like a bargain price. Well, who? Okay, I get, oh, because yeah, they're gonna pay him like probably seven hundred thousand, probably at the most. Right. It was a one year deal. They're gonna give him yeah, like five hundred, seven hundred thousand, whatever the veteran minimum is, almost. Because mm-hmm. no one wants Connor Barth. But the other thing is, is Robbie was missing. Um, extra points mm-hmm. during the preseason. Well, I didn't missed all the preseason games. Well, one I watched, but I didn't realize he was missing them. He was Damn. missing them. Uh, I guess practice also. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's sucks. Well, it started last year. It didn't just start this preseason. We know that, right? Well, if There's you remember, the time he missed that extra or the. Uh, the chip field goal in overtime last oh, season. That's right. Well, you know, three or four different game winners. You know, yep. realistically, I think there's only been uh, two other kickers that I cared about in the Bears. One was uh, um, Corkscrew, and uh, the other one was uh, Kevin Butler. And Kevin Butler was, I mean, gold went over Kevin Butler. Does no one get the Corkscrew yeah. reference? Oh, I do. Okay. Aaron? I'm just trying to remember his name. Edinger, right? Or? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Paulie dangerously. Yep, that's right. <laughs> A little wrestling humor. All right. So, so please anything? end it. Please end it. But, but, but please, cut, please cut it. Just cut it. Please, sir. Please. Wow. All right. So accept my trade offers. Thank you, eighty six productions, for hosting and any of the podcasts. And I want to thank all of the players and the listeners. You know, in the league and shit. So, uh, for Ty Boardman, Doug Hahn, for Sheezy, I am Andrew. And until next time, see you on the gridiron. So high.